0: Welcome to the Whole Food Vegan Podcast.
1: Exciting vegan food, no crap, no agenda.
0: Helping you enjoy a wonderfully varied, tasty, easy to prepare and nutritious whole food plant-based diet.
1: Simple tip, easy recipes and helpful hints on how to get more enticing vegan meals into your diet. Usually recorded after a bottle of Merlot on a Friday night.
0: To the Whole Food Vegan Podcast. My name is Mark.
1: Hello, I'm Sue.
0: And in this episode, we are going to be talking about vegan inspiration and where you can get your inspiration from. Uh, we're going to go through a little bit about where we get our inspiration from, with a view really to sort of empowering you to be able to make really good, healthy, whole food vegan choices and not feel stuck about what food to eat, where to go, and just to feel really kind of enthused and empowered about food.
1: And it's also that time of year, because we're recording this in December, so it's that time of year where you perhaps might have a vegan visitor coming, or a child coming back who's vegan since you last saw them, or all sorts of combinations, but it's also to help you if you are cooking for a vegan. okay.
0: Yeah. Mm. Yeah. So what's been what's been happening? What's been going on? What's
1: been occurring? So, uh, mm, that's a good question. Since we last spoken on here, I think uh I think there's a lot of Christmas stuff coming out in supermarkets and uh, we've got our Christmas advent calendars with vegan chocolate in. That's quite good. Yeah. Um, what else we've we been doing? I don't know. Eating food, drinking wine. Well, actually, to be fair, both of us have been it also. Yes. It's been a bit of a slow, slow month or so. But
0: you've discovered a new style
1: of cooking, haven't you? Yes. Now, this is wonderful. I wanted to speak about this. I have seen in a clothes shop, actually, a vegan cookbook, and it was called The One Pot Vegan. It's book by Roxy Pope and Ben Pook, and it has some amazing one pot vegan recipes. Now, to me, that means in a saucepan cooking, you know, a chili or a bolognese sauce or something. But this is actually about oven cooking as well. So it's meals that you can put the whole thing on an oven tray, shove it in the oven, go off and do whatever you need to do, come back half an hour later and it's cooked. And we made um, the fish and chips and peas recipe, didn't we, out of there?
0: It was incredible. I'd never think that you could have fish, chips and peas all cooked in a single roasting tin in the oven
1: i know it was a bit mad so we also had that with your homemade tofu which i'm sure made it even better but yeah. um basically it was potato wedges tofu um wrapped in seaweed nooch well, not nooch what's it called oh breadcrumbs yeah and uh basically cooked in the oven with the chips and then the last five minutes you just shove in the frozen peas and uh, it's good to go I think you also made a really nice tartar sauce with it as well, didn't you?
0: Yeah, I think that was in the recipe as well.
1: So there's all sorts of inspirational recipes in there. A lot of it is roasted in the oven now I didn't used to use my oven as much because I always thought it's so expensive to put the oven on but actually the bonus of this way of cooking is that you can just leave it and go so for me actually when I come home from work shove it in the oven go off and tidy up do what I need to do come back and my tea's ready
0: and I think a lot of the recipes we looked at you could even prepare in the morning or a different day and then come home get the tray out of the fridge and just chuck it all in the oven in one go yeah yep so we'll we'll post a link to the book in the show notes, mm,
1: and I must mention also there's quite a few recipes in there which use grains or um, you know pulses or bulgur wheat, quinoa, all sorts of things, and that actually goes in the tray with everything and a load of stock, so it actually makes really good sort of Mexican, Moroccan, all sorts of things. So yeah, definitely definitely a good one.
0: Hmm. Mm. So uh, vegan inspiration, I think certainly we take a lot of our vegan inspiration from books so I thought we would give you and again we'll put all of these books in the show notes just um, a brief overview very quick overview of a few books that we've got and just so that you can use them for inspiration as well Do you reckon? Mm, absolutely. So um, they're so famous but the Bosch boys are incredible they've got a really good book I personally find some of their recipes a bit spicy, mm. so we tone them down a bit. But the Bosch, uh, the Bosch cookbook, the one that we've got is Simple Recipes, Amazing Food, All Plants, is really good. Re- I think
1: that's their first one, wasn't it?
0: Yeah, really easy to follow, really simple. Mm-hmm. That, that's an absolute winner. You bought this one for me, uh, Asian Greens by Ching Hei Huang and that is um as the as the title says kind of an asian uh, fusion uh, cookbook mm. again simple easy to follow and broken down into different styles of asian food is that the
1: one that's in countries as it well it is it's done by yeah. countries yeah so you got like
0: yeah Each 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 section is done in different countries um so yeah, it's, like it's a beautiful book
1: uh japanese chinese and they're all in yeah really yeah, good tried, really, yeah yeah
0: Uh, Lauren Toyota Vegan Comfort Classics, we've mentioned a few times, but this is really good comfort food, Mm. Um, really warming, really wholesome, really nourishing, Um, a little bit sort of fast foody.
1: Yeah, but that's okay.
0: Absolutely. Mm. Absolutely. It's really good. And the Vegan Comfort Classics is really good because it's got cakes in there as well. Mm -hmm. And... Um, puddings and, and puddings, and certainly for cakes, I struggled when I first went vegan making cakes because of the lack of eggs, and I just followed Lauren Toyota's recipe, and it worked brilliantly. Mm-hmm. They worked really well, so really nice, light, fluffy cakes that you would never know.
1: And loads of stodge, which is also good in the winter.
0: Yes, yes. Uh, vegan one hundred by Gaz Oakley. Again, it's it's a it's a vegan classic. Personally I find the little book a little bit difficult to navigate. The um index at the back this. <laughs> uh, okay it, it is it's really difficult I know it's terrible, usually at the back of a book, you can search by an ingredient or even
1: the name of the or food. the
0: the name of the food, mm. but these are all jumbled up, and he's got he's given some of the recipes weird names, which is fine, but unless you can remember the weird name, you can't find the recipe mm. again, but
1: it is a good book, it but it means you got to go through it all to find the recipe that you're looking for It's but, a
0: yeah. brilliant book, uh the vegan baked beans recipe that we've spoken about on the on this podcast. Um, that's a paprika baked beans that's taken from Gaz Oakley mm-hmm. he's got uh, mayonnaise in there which is really quick and easy to make yeah. so the mayonnaise recipe we've used is Gaz Oakley there's
1: quite a few in there yeah
0: Gaz Oakley is uh, is really good and the last one that I'm going to mention is a beautiful book by Sasha Gill this is called Jackfruit and Blue Ginger
1: I think I brought that for you as well.
0: You did buy it for me. Mm. I know. I think you go around the shop, see the food that you think, oh yeah, I'd like, quite like to eat that. Yeah, I'll buy Mark yeah. that, that, that cookery book. <laughs> um, again, this is um, sort of Asian food. Uh, it's a beautifully designed cookbook, but such fabulous recipes. Yeah.
1: And they're not as difficult as they look. No,
0: some of them are really simple, really easy.
1: Mm, you just got to have the right ingredients. And I think that's quite key.
0: Yeah. Yeah, so there you go. There are some books that you can use for your inspiration.
1: And I think it depends on how you learn. So I like to see the picture and go, oh, yeah, that's nice. How do you make it? Whereas some people might read through the list of ingredients and go, oh, yeah, I've got that. I'll make it. I don't need to see what it looks like. I'm very visual, so I think that's something to bear in mind when you're buying a good cookbook. If you're attracted to one, just buy it anyway. Yeah, that's my theory. Mm. Books mm. also make really good Christmas presents. So if you're buying a present for a vegan, there are so many cookbooks out there now. Um, yeah, cookbooks are in my book. Very good. Get it? Yeah. Let's oh, joke. yeah. Very good. Get it? Yeah. Aww. Aww. So one of the other things that we get our inspiration from is magazines. Now I don't subscribe to any vegan magazines or go out looking for them but sometimes people buy them for me or I pick them up or sometimes I even find a recipe in an ordinary magazine that I can veganise. things like uh the waitrose magazine are really good um i think vegan food is another magazine that i've had in the past even if you don't cook all the things in there it's good for ideas and you know you might just pick it up and go oh yeah that's in season i'll make that
0: and newspapers as well is is really good because it it doesn't have to be a vegan recipe Mm. uh, we can veganize it yeah and so we're going to talk a little bit, a bit later on, a little bit about kind of the mindset as well mm-hmm. about because I think that's that's that can be really useful. I'm certainly not necessarily looking for a vegan recipe, yeah. but looking for a recipe that you, we can look at and say, actually, I can veganize that really yeah. simply. And yeah. it, it might it might be as simple as swapping out some of the ingredients and using vegan cheese. Um, or swapping out um, cow's milk or dairy milk and using uh, an oat milk. Yeah. Or it might be a chicken recipe that we can swap um, the chicken and use tofu or seitan.
1: Or uh, oyster mushrooms ripped, apparently, is very much like chicken.
0: Yeah, it mm. is. Well, I grew them at home and they are very, very, very meaty. So They're you a bit could,
1: too chewy for me. Yeah. You could
0: substitute uh, lamb or beef quite easily with... Oyster mushrooms.
1: Or even things like corn or, you know, yeah. whatever you fancy.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So don't just stick to vegan recipes, get your inspiration from all the recipes. Yeah, definitely. If you like the look of it.
1: Yeah. And then online is probably the first place most people go. Um, we've all got our favourite food recipe websites. I quite like BBC Food. I find that really interesting. Uh, you can search by ingredient or you can search by vegan or you can search by all sorts of different combinations of the two. I, I find that really good. Again, it's pictorial. So for me, that's quite important.
0: Yeah, and I think with a, what I found with the BBC site is you can put in, you can have a look in the fridge and you can put in two or three ingredients and it will give you recipes that have got those two or three ingredients yeah, in. Yeah, yeah. Um, Yeah. Which I find really useful. Really helpful. Definitely.
1: Mm. Um, Blogs. That's quite useful sometimes. If you follow somebody who you like their style of cooking, pretty much all of the chefs and cooks now have their own blog or website at least. That's always really good. Again, it's very easily accessible.
0: Lots of videos on YouTube, Mm -hmm. so yep. Search out some of those perhaps some of those books that we've mentioned. They've all got YouTube channels.
1: Yeah. And sometimes demos as well. Like you might go somewhere like a food show or something like that and see people demonstrating things and you just think, oh, that's a really good way of cooking. So for instance, with mushrooms, we saw that at a food show, didn't we? We did. Um, so the guys like don't ever chop mushrooms, always rip them because they're much better um, flavor. But also they do represent meat a little bit better as well if you're using them as a meat substitute. Mm. So, yeah, yeah. Things like that.
0: Yeah. And of course, the, the number one thing where I think you can definitely derive your inspiration from Da-da-da-da. is listening to fabulous <laughs> podcasts. Like um, this one. Oh yes. Uh-huh. I, absolutely. Just exactly like this one.
1: Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um so yeah that's some of the main ones that we go to but there's also other ways so it, it's thinking a bit sort of sideways here now we always used to get a veg box we don't do that now because we go to a local organic market stall um, but we always used to get a veg box and there are plenty of veg boxes out there but quite often they come with a recipe card the good thing about that is obviously it's recipes that use what you've got in your box so if you're a bit stuck that can be quite a useful one we've also on a similar thing done
0: Um, meal order kits haven't we yeah so um we used to use riverford as our weekly shop and as you say they gave the cards but the the food kits that riverford supply are incredible and they send all of the ingredients and you get the recipe card and we just keep the recipe card yeah and then use that as inspiration for other meals yeah or yep. you might have some of the ingredients crop up again in another recipe box. You think, Oh yeah, I've got that, that, that mm. recipe that we had.
1: Mm. They also actually, when I subscribed to Riverford, they gave me the massive cookbook for free.
0: They did for me as well, but yeah. you have to be a member for a certain period of time. Mm. Um, yeah, so that, so veg uh, box suppliers can yeah. be a really good source of recipes. And
1: again, if you're cooking for other people and you really don't know what to do, one of those is a really good idea because you can get it, um, like for two people or maybe order two for four people. And it's really simple because everything that you need down to the salt and pepper and oil is in the box. So you just follow the instructions.
0: And I think if you've got a good um, place that you can buy your veg from, so like our our market, Mm. they've had things like uh, winter radishes. Which are which are like a I've never seen them before. They're like a regular radish. They're not quite so peppery, but they're they're, they're probably ten times the size. Yeah. <laughs> and I remember saying to him, "Well, what do I do with these? How do I cook them?" Yeah. And it, and he gave me some ideas. Yeah. And so even it's just asking people, particularly if you've got these growers that you can buy stuff from a market and they've grown it themselves, they love the fact that you can engage with them and give them feedback on how you yep. you know how, how do I cook with this?
1: Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. Um, so, supermarkets generally are getting better at supplying vegan food. But what I've noticed is some supermarkets have a specific vegan section and some don't. So, you do have to sometimes plough through all the cheese to find the one vegan cheese in the middle. Um, but very many supermarkets this year particularly are doing Christmas stuff, aren't they? mm yeah. There's yeah. a lot of increase in vegan Christmas stuff. For instance, what are you eating at the moment?
0: Oh, panettone. Yeah. Yes. Now, I haven't had panettone for years, mm. but Waitrose have just bought a, a vegan panettone, and it's it's wonderful.
1: It's not cheap, but, you know, if you only have yeah. one every year, then that's okay. Yeah. yeah. So,
0: okay. um, say, the other thing that we want to, to say about inspiration, we have mentioned it already, really, is... Not just looking at vegan recipes, looking at all recipes and, and going in with an inquiring mind and thinking, well, how can I veganize this? Mm. So we have done a blog post about veganizing, about saying, looking at a recipe and saying, okay, well, it, this, this recipe needs eggs. What can we use in place of it? This recipe needs butter. Mm. Uh, this, this has dairy. What can we use in place? So do have a look at our, or have a listen to our veganizing podcast, mm-hmm. but we certainly use that a lot, So that that concept yeah. of here's a regular recipe, yeah. how can I veganise it?
1: And things like last night we made pancakes, didn't we, and they were really simple to make, so literally you whiz up some oats, um, you chuck in a banana, you chuck in a spoonful of peanut butter, whiz it all together, uh, put in some liquids and water, and that's pretty much it, and then you just wait for it to set, and then you basically fry it, mm. and it was really mm. good, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah.
0: yeah another place that we've taken a lot of inspiration from is shows and exhibitions mm. so we're fortunate that we live down in the west country in the uk and we have lots of particularly in the summer food uh, Festival, shows and yeah. festivals and mm-hmm. um, they quite often have cookery demonstrations yeah. so they are good but we've also been to Vegfest mm-hmm. uh, a couple of times up at uh, olympia, olympia. Mm-hmm. wonderful
1: Yeah, really good. Worth going, you know, all sorts of stuff going on there that you would never have thought of. Um, talks from people, demonstrations, food stalls, massive food village, uh, people selling different things that they've invented that are vegan. Really, really good to go and just have a look around. Yeah. Mm.
0: And I, for me, I like the fast food. Stalls that they've got there because they're quite often have so for example we went last time and they had sort of a a burrito kind of thing and you can see oh yeah they have like the burrito and you can choose a different type of wrap and then you can choose three or four fillings that go in it Mm. but again for inspiration you can say oh yes i could make that Mm. i could make that and that and that quite easily at home there we go. There there. I've got a meal out of it.
1: And I think we had Ethiopian food we there did. as well. We did. And that was really good. Really good. Was so quite yeah, spicy, it was quite spicy, we did. Yeah, very spicy. Mm. Um, I was going to say something else then. Oh, yeah, cafes. So, again, like restaurants and things, go to cafes and restaurants and actually look at what they've got on the menu because sometimes you can get some really good ideas from just looking at menus, particularly where we live now. There are a couple of vegan restaurants opening up, aren't there? <coughs> Uh, and cafes. So, in the last couple of weeks, there's been two new vegan cafes in the town near us, mm. um, which is really exciting. So, go out and eat out and uh, try lots of different things. And again, it doesn't have to be a vegan restaurant. It could be a regular restaurant. We went to Pizza Express, didn't we, fairly recently, yeah. and they had a whole vegan menu. It's amazing. Yeah,
0: yeah. and we actually we were in a hotel in central London. It's the Radisson Red Hotel, and they have a pizza oven there, and they were making pizzas, we were at a conference, they were making pizzas for everyone, obviously they had cheese on, and um, we said could you do us a vegan pizza, they said yeah that's fine, and they made us a pizza without any cheese Now, my first thought when I looked at it was oh no, I don't like that Mm. but it was Actually, really good. It was. it was, it was a really nice sauce. Yeah. It was a really nice, um, a caramelized onion on top with yeah. a few other bits and pieces. And I just thought, actually, that works really well. As yeah. long as you've got some good flavors, some strong flavors in there, mm. you don't need that cheese. It doesn't have no. to be like it.
1: And it was fresh. That was a good thing about it.
0: And so again, just, Experimenting and asking people in restaurants, can you make me something vegan? And then using that as inspiration at home. Mm. Don't have to have cheese on pizza. Mm. That can be really good.
1: Another one we have taken inspiration from before is going to those kind of lunch clubs that we used to get invited to quite regularly, but I think most of them have stopped over Covid where people just go, right, we're getting a potluck together everyone brings something vegan and uh, that's a really a way of trying things
0: yeah so we we belong to a, a local couple of local vegan groups on Facebook so that could be something else that you could do is is to have a look through Facebook join um, there are sort of national international vegan groups they're great for recipes and ideas but for local groups where you can meet have a look for a local vegan group and if they don't do a lunch club Set Set one up. Yeah, set set one up.
1: (laughs) Yeah, and I think, again, it depends what you're going for. I don't want to go to ones where it's all politics and, you know, animal rights and stuff. It's not that I don't believe in all of that. It's just um, that's not what I'm there for. So I don't want to go and have someone's opinion shoved down my throat. yeah. but we've
0: been to them before and they've made, there was um, a lady that made honey. Oh, yeah. That was incredible. That was dandelion honey. Dandelion honey. And again, you say, oh, this is really good. How did you make this? Yeah, we learned, Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So yeah, join a join a vegan lunch club. They can be they can be brilliant. Mm.
1: So travel as well. That's something that we've done quite a lot of this year, and you get inspiration from different dishes in different countries, don't you? And the way they eat as well.
0: Yeah. So one of our podcasts is on uh, Japan and travelling around Japan. So have a look uh, have a look at that one. Mm. But certainly, I would have thought Japanese food, all oh, that, can be quite fiddly to make, and it, it can be. It there can, can be yeah. some fiddly stuff. Um, but the staple diet really was a broth, noodles and some veg. Yeah. Once you've got that as a principle, you could make broth and keep it in the freezer. Yeah. Defrost the broth, warm it up, cook some noodles. Bit of tofu. a Bit of tofu and chuck some veg in it. Really simple but really inspirational way of cooking
1: and very comforting food for this time of year actually yeah mm-hmm. yeah yep. yeah so you're going to talk about the mindset what were you going to say about that Well,
0: it, it's really about saying that um, to be creative and to keep an open mind and to experiment and try things rather than just say oh well I need to have a set vegan recipe and I need to follow all these steps to have a look at other recipes that aren't vegan, to talk to people that aren't vegan, how they cook, what they cook, and then look and say, well, c- can I veganize it? And I think just having a, an open mind to think creatively, to try things, to try principles. So this principle of Japanese for, uh, cooking is a broth, noodles, veg, mm-hmm. great. Bear that in mind, now how can I modify that? How can I make different types of broth? What type of different noodles could I put in? What different vegetables could I put in? Um, Pizza, again, you don't have to have cheese on pizza. How can I maintain an open mindset to just go, actually, no, that's okay. Mm -hmm. I'm going to perhaps make a bit of a stronger tomato base, and I'm going to put some caramelised onions, which is quite a strong taste on it, and, and have pizza without cheese Mm -hmm. so I think it's just maintaining an open mindset to be free open and easy with it and play and have fun playing and if the meal turns out wrong it doesn't it's not wrong it's just not how you planned it oh I'm gonna remember that (laughs) it's just not how you've planned it and you've learned how to do it differently next time Mm -hmm. and have fun and play with it it doesn't matter if stuff goes a bit wrong.
1: It does if you're making a cake, though. I've had some disastrous cake.
0: Yeah, but if... Okay, so it's not a cake, it's a biscuit.
1: Oh, right, okay. <laughs>
0: it I comes flat. <laughs> like it's a biscuit or it's a pancake.
1: Okay. You know, yeah. it, it,
0: it really doesn't matter, does it? Okay, so the cake didn't rise as much. You might want to put some extra... Um, butter icing on it, or something, or, or chuck it into
1: a trifle,
0: or chuck it into a trifle, yeah, a bit or of make a
1: Maria in there tiramisu. tiramisu. Yeah. I know, so
0: it's just about saying, okay, well, I can just go with the flow. It's fine. I'm learning. This is wonderful. We're cooking. We're enjoying food. And that is wonderful and that's great.
1: And again, come back to it time and time again, but so many people come over for dinner and I think they're a bit apprehensive about what they're going to get and they actually go, oh, this is really nice. How do you make this? I might try this at home, which is fantastic.
0: And very often the answer is how do you make it? I don't know because I, <laughs> I can't remember what I put in it.
1: Yeah. Plus, if you had a couple of glasses of <laughs> yeah, wine, of you definitely all... can't remember. Absolutely. And one of the things, going back to cookbooks, that we had from this new book of mine, One Pot Vegan. Um, do you remember the first thing I made from it, the day I got the cookbook, was that loaded fries? Yes. Oh, that was Amazing. It was again, all in one dish in the oven. So potato wedges were the kind of fundamental bit of it. Um, it came with all sorts of different things, beans, uh, a special cheese sauce, um, chopped avocado went on at the end, loads of herbs, loads of spices, all sorts of things. Now I can't even remember what it all was now, but it's basically all cooked on one dish, uh, on a baking tray, comes out of the oven, fantastic centerpiece. Mm. And the good thing about the one pot vegan is, of course, you haven't got loads of washing up. Yeah, it's always good. Perfect. And I wanted to mention, cause you didn't actually ask me what my favorite cookbooks were. So I'll mention it now. Um, one of my other favorite cookbooks is the vegan slow cooker book. Yes, I love that book. And I use it a lot. Um, as I've mentioned before, particularly things like syrup sponge pudding in the slow cooker. Oh my god, it's amazing. So I use that a lot in the winter, particularly.
0: Mm. Yeah, go and have a look. Yeah. Go and have a look.
1: That's it, I think. it's wonderful. Yeah, so all remains to say is have a fantastic Christmas, even if you're listening to this in June or July, or you're listening to it in Australia where it's hot and you're on the beach. Um, yeah, have a fantastic Christmas, everybody. And we hope that you enjoyed hearing from us today. Um, yeah, subscribe and tell your friends.
0: Yeah, see you soon. Take care. Bye. Bye. Thank you for listening. And if you have enjoyed this podcast, please remember to rate, review and subscribe wherever you get your podcasts from. If you'd like to be featured on the show or to send us any comments, please email behealthy at govegan.online. See you soon.